a pod of tea podcast, your go-to place for teas and chats. I'm your host Emma, and I'm joined today by drumroll, Jack. Jack, surprise! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you haven't been on for two episodes. Ah, uh, it's two two episodes too long. Two episodes too long. Jack can only drink tea when on this podcast, otherwise you're not allowed any. No. Can you imagine? painful existence. That would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would, firstly would mean you'd only drink tea once a fortnight. And not only that, all I want is a nice English breakfast. You just want... keep serving me up these weird kooky teas. Weird kooky teas. On the note of kooky teas, Jack and I have finally tried... This isn't what the podcast is about, by the way, but side, side note. note, we have finally tried the jam and toast breakfast tea from... Who makes that tea? Yorkshire. Yorkshire, Yorkshire yeah. It, mm. um, I really like it. I did at first. Yes. And now I had a sip of it this morning and I feel like, actually it's quite apt what we're just talking about. You brought me a tea through this morning yeah. and I thought, ah, oh, lovely, nice, just decaffeinated English breakfast tea. Not to wake me up, but just to get that Start warm fuzzy the day. Drink. And I drink it and it's this jam on toast tea. <laughs> and I'm like, no, oh, that's not the taste I wanted. No. But I appreciated you making the tea. Yeah. I was just like, oh, because they look the same colour. So I was like, I wasn't expecting. It was like a surprise jam yeah. and toast. And going through that, I was just like, eh. I, lo- I can, it does taste like jam on toast, but I don't know. I've gone off it a little bit now. Yeah. Mm. That's fair enough. I haven't. I, I really like it. And I think it's very much a suggestion. So it if, if, you weren't told this is jam on, on toast tea. You drink it and go, oh, that's like black tea with like a fruity kick. You wouldn't, uh-huh. I wouldn't say that, that it is. But as soon as you say the words jam and toast, my brain goes, oh, that's what it is. Mm. And it just keeps, ta- like, just the combination of tea and jam and toast is one of the most beautiful combinations in the world. And nothing will ever beat, if anyone out there who's listening has had a baby, that, I don't know if it's everywhere, but certainly here in the UK, after you have a baby, they give you a piece of jam and toast and a cup of tea, and my goodness, that is the best tea and toast <laughs> you will ever have in your entire life. <laughs> and it just makes me love it even more. Just going to, on a side note, there is a tiny little bird just outside our window up here. Oh, oh I gone. see him. Yeah, oh, no, sorry. I saw him, I saw just, him fly he past. He was right at the window. Anyway, so, sorry. Yeah, we've got all the birds are Twitterpating, aren't they? So yeah. they're all back at. There's um, on one side of our garden. There is a huge hedge, mm-hmm. huge, huge, huge. At some point, it needs to get cut down by somebody. It's yeah, technically got, our not... neighbours, and we really get on with our neighbour. But it's technically his, and we both sides of us have gone. Oh yeah, we'll sort that out at some point. And well, the birds all nest in it now. Yeah, they're now they're nesting, nesting so it's like game over for another year. So it's going to get even bigger. But yeah. it's kind of fun. It makes our garden feel like a secret garden. Yeah. Got lots of um courting pigeons in our yard <laughs> they sit on that back fence and they do this little funny dance and he puffs out his chest and it's like, like I like to think it's the same pigeon couple that always come yeah. to our garden mm. and I they think nest somewhere by our roof because we always hear them through speak of the devil my goodness I don't know if this uh, microphone is powerful enough to have picked that up but he literally just did his little coo maybe you could up the order or amplify yeah. the audio and that's see if I'll it see if through. I can oh that's so funny hello pigeon did you hear us <laughs> speaking of you anywho um three almost four minutes in let's let you guys know what this episode about this episode is about wild huckleberry tea so I'll tell you a tale of Instagram yet again. There's yes. a lovely person, Karen, who has been listening to the podcast. So hello to you if you're listening to this episode. 
And they very, very kindly said that they would send me some wild huckleberry tea, which is, so the huckleberry is the state fruit of Idaho, which is where they're from. Um, I in return said I'll send you some Earl Grey because it's one of the best teas known to man. So I really hope you enjoyed your Earl Grey and if not, don't worry because it is a strong flavour. So we've got this idea, and so I've had this for a while now and I haven't tried it because I specifically wanted to try it on the podcast because I have never ever tried or tasted a huckleberry before. No, have nor you, have I. Jack? Not, not no. to my knowledge, so I was just looking up something to do with this. To do with the huckleberry. So yes. I'll have a little... It smells very oh, fruity. Even, a oh, let, me have a, let me have a sniff. Oh my word, that is that seems very strong. Very strong fruity flavour. So it's um, Celion tea, so we've got a black tea with the flavour of huckleberry in there as well. Um, we've boiled some water. I've just realised, Jack, we didn't bring a teaspoon in. Uh, I can go grab one. So we might need you to go to okay. go get one. But yeah, I'm excited to try this. This looks like the kind of tea... You know when you go on holiday somewhere or you visit somewhere and you go, right, I want something from that place, the specific thing. So, for example, if you go to Canada, you end up getting maple syrup. Um, and if, if you like a tipple, maybe some ice wine. I would definitely, if you go to Canada, get yourself some ice wine if you like sweet things. It is delicious. It's wine that is made from frozen grapes. So the grapes are picked in their cold season and then they crush them and that makes the really, really sweet, delicious ice wine. So yeah, so you go to different places and you have the thing. So I imagine that when you go to Idaho, you would go, right, I have to get something that's huckleberry. And right. knowing us, if we were to go to Idaho, we'd probably pick up this tea ourselves. So <laughs> thank you, Karen, for saving us. Saving, I say shall save I, us a trip, but maybe we will go to Idaho one day. Shall I bung day. them in the old cups of boiling water? Yes. Mm-mm. In they go. In they go. Where's Here's the, the spoon. Oh, I just gave you the spoon. Does it have a brewing time? I imagine maybe a couple of minutes. It's brewed. It's brewed. Done. Put the power of the huckleberry. It's like, boom, tea. Just look at it and there's tea there. Yeah, I can imagine we might end up going to Idaho one day. We have a connection to Idaho, don't we? Yes, we do. So my friend Sam, who lives in... So she's from the UK and she moved to America and she now lives in Friday Harbour off Seattle. Her husband, Tom, is from Idaho. There you go. That's the linkage. That's the link. Is this tea specifically from Idaho? Now, Jack, looking at the packet there... No, no, I know it says Idaho Wild Huckleberry Tea, but I was thinking, like... Because that's what I was just looking up, because Huckleberry Finn mm. is a fictional character mm-hmm. from The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Yeah. But that's set in Missouri. Yes. So I was wondering if the Huckleberry Tea actually originates from Missouri, but this is just the Idaho branch. No. <laughs> <laughs> This huge offer. No, it's like it's made in Idaho, Idaho, but this is their version of Huckleberry tea. See what you're saying? No. There's a link. Okay. So, Huckleberry, I looked it up. Huckleberry was adopted as the state fruit of Idaho in 2000 in the millennium. And it was chosen by some fourth graders, according to the internet, the all knowing internet. So, maybe they were reading Huckleberry Finn at the time. Maybe. But it is, it is a, I mean, as it says here, it's wild huckleberry. It's something that, that grows in the wild of Idaho. Yeah, so it grows in the wilds of Idaho. In fact, it is a favourite. The huckleberry is a favourite of the bear. 
Oh, right. So Bears like to eat it. Yeah, they're gathering their fruit and stuff for the long winter hibernation. Yeah, well, they're having a little snack. Snack on a, a huckleberry. Snack a huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> so we can oh. be like the bears today, Jack. Oh, God, we're going to hibernate. Daphne's going to wake up from her nap and be like, where's mummy and daddy? Yeah. <laughs> and we're in. Mother, father. Sleeping well, this has got black tea in it, so it's caffeinated, I'd ah. expect. So we are going to wake up. Good. I've already had a caffeinated tea. Oh my goodness! Is that the toast? It's going Does to the, be wild today. The toast and jam has a lot of caffeine in it. Not a lot, but it's a breakfast tea. Oh, okay. So it's you know we're not talking double espresso, but we're talking <laughs> a strong, a strong represent from the tea. Do we know the brewing time? No, so I reckon we should probably get those tea bags out yeah, now okay. and give them a right. taste. Cool. I Luckily think I brought another mug in, so I could got a muggins. Take, take the, oh, oh, that was a nice sound. Uh, Trying to recreate it. Ooh. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh, it's gonna be like a um a new fad that sweeps the nation. Teacup music. Okay. So this looks <laughs> what like What are you talking about? There's people with teaspoons with water and they go ding 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 ding. Ding it's already a fad. Oh. I'm late to the party. <laughs> how, do you, how do you not know about that? I know about the, you know, where you get the glasses of water and then you go around the rim and it makes a nice sound yeah. because of the movie Miss Congeniality. Okay, never That's seen it. it. But yeah. Pardon? I've never seen Miss Congeniality. I'm no. sorry if this is some heresy. How have you not seen it? How, how do you live with me and you've not seen it? Alice, I know, I know it gets if referenced. my sister Alice is listening to this... We need to sort this out. Me, so when me and Ali were younger, there were a very small amount of movies that we would agree to watch together, which meant we watched those movies very, very often. Mm. Miss Congeniality was one of them. Yeah. The top contenders was Bring It On and My Big Fat Greek Wedding, but like some I've of the. I've seen My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yes. I think I've seen like a bit of Bring It On. That's yeah. the dancing basketball movie, right? No, it's um, cheerleaders. Cheerleads that basketball. No, there's no there's there's no basketball. Okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, Miss Congeniality I've never seen. Oh my goodness. I mean I'm not saying it's Oscar worthy, but it's good. Okay. <laughs> and it's I'll funny. take your word for it. It's good it's good if you do something easy to easy to watch. Alright. Sniff time. Smells like a fruity black tea to me. I'm getting like a black currant. Mm. Oh oh, the way my nose feels now, it's almost like <laughs> when you have a hot black currant. Yeah. Cracking the way my nose feels. The way my now. nose feels. How often do you just feel your nose? No, it's like the, <laughs> my nose. The inner feels feeling. Very, yeah. The inner. <laughs> <laughs> coming home, you just sat on the couch. You your head back and you're just caressing this your nose. This is how people have to drink their tea to enjoy it. You have to drink, it, have a sip, and then stroke your nose. <laughs> I like the smell of this because it doesn't mm. doesn't smell overtly berry. No, I'm gonna try. Compared some, to how it smells, like I mean, yeah, I'm gonna try as well. Oh, that's nice. Mm, oh, that's nice. I think we slightly overbrewed in terms of the black tea, but mm. the huckleberry's nice. Oh, I enjoy. I enjoy. Yeah, I like that. Oh, it's got an interesting aftertaste. Mm. I think that's the overbrewage. I think we've gone mm. a bit tangy. A bit tangy. I don't know. I wouldn't say mine's tangy. Mm. Mm, lovely. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'm going to cut. As I mentioned in my last episode, I do cut out the bits where we ponderously sip our tea for too That's long. the fun. You cut That's out the fun. That's not the fun. No one wants to sit there and listen to two minutes. That's the, an- That's the anticipation. You're like, <laughs> what are they going to say? <laughs> and then they go, mmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that length of time followed by, That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's not worth it. That's not worth mm. the... If we, you know, suddenly had a sip of this huckleberry tea and knew the, the answer to the universe... And the ultimate questions, then 
which can only ever be answered in silence. <laughs> and yeah, cut that out. You're getting deep. You're getting deep. I thought you were going to say 42. Again, never seen Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Never, never read, read it. it. Never read it. No, of never seen read it. it. Yeah, I of only... course you haven't read it. Jack, read. <laughs> I read I'm reading now. You are. Jack's going on a, a quest of knowledge. Well, I've prepared a great tower of books that you I have. want to eat through. And I won't lie, I've never had such a, a, an appetite to read as much as I have now. But, Which is great. But with everything else that's going on, I just don't really have the time to sit down and relax and read a book. Yeah. Because I'm not like you. You can chew through an entire book in about ten minutes. <laughs> not ten like this minutes. Book, you'll be like, look how thick this book is. You can hold a door I read, open with this I, book. I read quite fast. You read so fast. And you go through so many books. It's amazing. And what, what amazes me even more is that you remember everything you've read. Which that just astounds me because yeah. of the amount of books you've read. And I'm like, what's that happens in that? And you're like, oh, yeah. And then you just reel it off like you read it yesterday. But with me, it's like, I can read really fast, but I have to have a great amount of time to do it. And because mm. I've just got so much stuff going on, I've got this pile of books ready because once I finish this current animation project I'm working on, yeah. once I finish that, my next project is me Edu- reading books. Edu- yeah. Well, it's, it's, I have, you know, we've, we, we would have all the words. We've known each other, I'd say, for 10 years now. Mm. More, over 10 years. We would over have been... We will, our 10-year anniversary as a couple is in May. Mm. And in those 10 years, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone, and everyone who's listening, Jack has never read a book that I've recommended. I tried to read that one. Cause, so, okay, for some context here. I, I'm have, I have an aver- aversion towards fantasy books that have like 20 books to them to tell their story and you love them i do because the story never ends well it does end i need an ending but it's nice to have that much to get through i'm like uh, so like for example the northern light series i only read book one harry potter three oh no there's more now but you technically only need to read the three (laughs) when i was younger though i was like three books too many (laughs) i was like so but I read the first book. Harry Potter, I've only read the first book. I didn't even know if I finished the first book. That was in middle you school. Told me, you told me this was a thing, and I specifically gave you a book that's yes, a standalone is... fantasy book to yes. read. The Redemption of Althalus, which is a very good book. Which I probably will get round to read. I did start enjoying it when I was reading it, but again, like, other things cropped up, yeah. and I was like, I, I can't sit down and read. But, like, so the most... Most books I've read are by Michael Crichton, who mm. authored Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, I've I've done you a disservice. You have read I've, I pretty much ev- all of his books. Yeah, and I'm a, I'm a. That's because they used to come out at Christmas, mm. and that I guess Christmas is a time where usually there's that betwixtmas where you don't do anything, which is mm. the perfect time to read a book if you never have time to read a book, and that's usually when you'd be sat down reading the latest Crichton. Yeah, well, just for some further context. Crichton died in 2008 and we met in 2010. So every mm. book that you've got me of his after Posthumous. It, yeah. So uh, so obviously they're not really releasing any more books of his no, now. Same but with I... me. Isn't that funny? You'd get a Crichton book and I would get a Terry, Pr- a t- Terry? Terry Pratchett book <laughs> Terry. from you. Yeah. And both of us now have... have oh, oh Lost sad. our office. Oh, life. <laughs> but the thing is, that I think there is another Crichton book on the way, but like someone else is finishing it from some notes. And I don't know how I feel about that exactly because... It's like unfinished, and I guess they They're wanna... all like that now. Yeah. Do you know what Terry that's... Pratchett did? Go on. With his unfinished books, 
in part in his will he i mean it's painful to me but also i kind of think fair dues mate like he got his hard drive that had all his unfinished books on and in his will it said it has to be run over by a steamroller <laughs> and it was yeah exactly so that's, that's gone forever now. i'm not saying creighton and toe pratchett were the same they might have had different opinions on this i don't know but i would assume that creighton wouldn't want unfinished work to be out there because mm. ideas are like you've got to let them ferment That's yeah you do and and then and then when you the final product as i know is never the same as the first initial drafts mm. And you you cultivate ideas in the middle of that and make them better and strengthen them and find the ones that are weak. But if it's like the first sort of early notes, most of it is weak. So then they release it. So I don't know how I feel about it. Because I read Mm. Dragon Teeth by Michael Crichton, which is about paleontologists, uh, sort of warring paleontologists in the late 18th century. Fascinating premise based on like real events of the Bone Wars, but... I, it just it petered off and I actually don't think I finished the book because I was getting towards the end and I was like this is reading like it's almost like you're reading a child writing right. because it's like it's so loose and yeah. you're like I don't really like this it doesn't it have his wrong. finesse there's mm. one of the I think the it's magic like, missing from yeah, it yeah I, I know exactly what you mean there's a book called Raising Steam which is one of the last ones that Pratchett wrote mm. and he was getting more and more poorly yeah. by that point and it is missing something it's still really good because yeah. he wrote it, but it's missing something. That little Spark. finesse, that little thing that because yeah, like the ideas are there. Yeah, like you can I've read their good one. ideas, but you're like, the, but the idea kind of stops, and then you're like, oh, but if they were alive writing this book, they might flesh that idea yeah. out, and it would have been really interesting. Yeah. But it sort of stops there. But I just want to go back to say, so I've read a lot of Michael Crichton books, mm. nearly read all of his. Uh, like I went through, especially in my little sort of late teens, I went through a bout of finding every Michael Crichton book, and I would—I had a lot more time back then. I really did chew through so many books of his, and I loved mm. it. Like I was just like, "Oh man, this is great!" Um, obviously, people know him for Jurassic Park, but my favourite book of his is actually Sphere. Mm. So there you go. Jurassic Park's great book. Lost World is a good book, but not as good. If you like the, the movie one, Jurassic Park which some of the people who follow what you do might have crept into this podcast yeah, you don't maybe. know and is going, well, of course I do, Emma. <laughs> um, I would recommend reading the book because it is very different. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot more science. Well, I mean... And I just, I like the character work with John Hammond. Yeah. He's not so good in the books. No, he's, he's actually so... like a proper villain. He is. And I, I think yeah. that's really, that's interesting. Yeah. But like, but reading that, I'm like, okay... I'm obsessed with that series, so it's like, okay. But Sphere was the one that I read, and mm. I was like, I don't know where this is going. I don't know what's happening. Like, not that I don't know what's happening, but I don't know where what's going to happen next. Yes. And I'm interested in the characters. The premise is awesome, and and the ending I loved. So I was like, this I just love that book so much. But anyway, yeah, fantasy. So I will read this fantasy yes. book one day, maybe. It's just... Um, it's in the pile now. No, wait. Did, if, no, you have I given a, you that? I've given you a different one. I've given you The Talisman. You gave me a Stephen King book. Which, which is Stephen will King book. be my first ever Stephen King it's book. A, well, it's a combination. It's Stephen King and... I've forgotten his name off the top of my head. But it's a double book. It's he co-wrote. Mm. And it's... Um, I can't believe I've forgotten his name. I feel awful. Um, it's really good. That is the book that my English teacher in school gave me when I left in year 11. Wow because I really you know you have those teachers who kind of shape you Mm. she was someone who offered a lot of support and was I think kept me going because I'm I'm one of those people that tends to have a lot of good ideas and stuff like that but when it comes to like actually writing 
the sort of the spelling and things like that I struggle with. Yeah. And a certain English teacher might look at that and say, you're not doing things correctly. So regardless of what you're saying, no, no, no. Yeah. Whereas she would look at it and go, your idea is so good, that doesn't matter. And right. that was really great. <laughs> really, really, really great. So yeah, she was like my favorite. I'd love to find out where she is. Mm. And be like, hello, I now realise that you were like probably younger than me yeah. when when you were teaching me back then. And how are you? I'd love to find her. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. See, with English for me, I was all right at it. Mm. It was okay. But it was actually when I wrote my own book. Yes. That everyone around me, yourself included, and people like Emily. Thank you, Emily. Uh, Emily Longmore. Like, who just helped shape, like, well, helped educate me on how to write mm. and I'm not st- I'm still not the perfect writer no one ever really is no but my I can actually write now with mm. confidence yes that what I'm like grammar especially like using that thanks to that so that was kind of like an experiment of mine was like writing a book to see if I could actually educate myself on writing and lo and behold I'd say it was a success mm. so that was good but I think I think any bit of paper that gave me a <laughs> stamp of approval that I can take to a job to be like look look at this my English skills improved after school but because there's someone I can't remember who described me as autodidactic I think that's the word what does that mean I think it's um like you self-teach yourself oh you you, you are autodidactic if that's what it means definitely yeah like you you're something you're interested in you'll be like okay I want to learn about that and then Mm. you learn like photoshop yeah you just lock in you go I want to do this thing and then you learn to do it Mm. Such so, as animation. <laughs> and, yeah, it's the new one I'm working on. It's like, uh, like, for example, like I'm working on a frame coming up where the background's going to be all 3D animated and I'm going to be animating 2D characters over the 3D animation and in and out obstacles in that. I have no idea how I'm going to do it. You'll figure but it I'll, out. But I'll bloom and get it done. Yeah, you will. Yeah. You and will. Regardless of what it looks like. But that's, that's the way I tend to work. Very busy. No time to read. I've got a huge pile of books ready to go. I need my next book. Well, I've got... So I'm currently reading a series that my niece loves. Mm. And it's not a book I would normally have picked up myself to keep reading. But because she's read it, I want to read them so we can talk about it a bit more. It's one that I would have read when I was her age as well, which makes me really happy. Because I'm like, oh, she might be on a similar reading trajectory. So Mm. I can recommend loads of books for her. Things like that. But in terms of a book... For myself to pick, I haven't got one at the moment, right. and the libraries aren't open. And I know you can go online and buy them and things, but I do. I love, 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 love going to the library and just seeing them all. And it's like a little pick and mix. <laughs> so okay, I, just a little side tangent here. We're going to loop it back around to what you just said there. Like I love laser discs, right? Yes. Now, if you don't know out there what a laser disc is, it's a video format that came out before VHS. Uh, and in the time of VHS, uh, in the late 70s, where it was called like Disco Vision and stuff. It had loads of weird names. But the idea is there's these giant CDs, and you have movies on them, and they're absolutely huge. And you have to put them in, and the movie at some point will go black, and you have to take the massive disc out and flip it, and all that sort of stuff. Very cumbersome, very sp- not very spatially... Uh, What's the word Convenient. I'm for? Convenient, yeah, that's a good <laughs> word for it. Um, but I love it because it's a novelty. It's a, a rare um, form of entertainment. It's like how records came back. I'm hoping one day Laserdiscs will make a return because there's so many films I'd love on Laserdisc. But anyway, it's besides the point. My love of that, I get the sense that's what your love of the library's like. Because mm. like, who likes, in the modern age, going to the library 
and returning a book and doing all the it old... It makes you get another book. book. It's it, great. Exactly. It feels like a novelty to do that. Mm. Because obviously you have to leave the house, go mm. to the library, all this sort of stuff. It's not a very convenient way. No. Of, you could just order it from Amazon straight to your front door. And yeah, then, and well, I, I buy. I usually buy my books off this website called World of Books. Mm. They're like secondhand ones. But that's got like, it's going to sound a bit weird, but it's quite expensive compared to what it was. You used to be able to get like a book on there for almost a penny if they had so many of them mm. and you'd just be pretty much paying for the postage. And now like it seems to be like minimum five pounds for a book off there. And I feel a bit like, hey guys, profiteering here from the old lockdown where people <laughs> yeah. have gone... You know, I need to get my cheap books. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, I read a lot of books, and we've got a bookshelf, but I kind of try and be tough on myself and only keep the books that I know that either I want to reread again or that I'd want to give to someone else to read or that I just want to keep because it was that good. And if I just keep buying them... <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, if you look at our bookshelf now, which is behind you, Jack, it is chaotic. Yes. And I'm just waiting for the charity shops to open again. So I can get rid of some. Well, when we move, we're going to get another bookshelf like this. Well, maybe another two. And we just keep filling them up. Yeah. Well, oh. well yeah, because I've always wanted to give you that library. That would be great. Not give you as in like... A gift to a Like a beauty and the beast. <laughs> this I is yours. I gift you a library. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. no. What I mean is like... I've always envisioned you having your space where you could record pot of tea and stuff. But mm. you're like, you've got the books all around you. That would be delightful. Wouldn't that be nice? Mm. But um, So our bookshelf, next to our bookshelf is our TV, and then the opposite side of that is my DVD, DVD shelf. shelf. yes. And so exactly the same as you, my DVD and laser discs, I collect only the ones that I want. Yes. Because I like them, because I want to rewatch them. However, comparably, Jack's DVD collection... There's more DVDs in the loft. There's so the many DVDs. We could make a small house yeah. if we use them as Those bricks. Those American listeners, loft is attic. So up in the attic is the uh, is the box, the extra yes. box of DVDs. You've also got some extra books up there. I'll just say that. Do I really? Yeah. There's Oops. like a little box up there. A little, a little uh, cheeky, suitcase, suitcase a little I think. A little cheeky book, book box up there. <laughs> but yeah, I just like, whenever you talk about going to the library and stuff, I just it's, it reminds me of whenever I talk about laser discs yes. and, people, and people look at you like, why do you still do that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I like going to the library. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. We shall return to that. Huckleberry mm. tea. <laughs> yes. Nothing to do with Huckleberry Finn, Nothing. which is a which is a The book. Adventures of Tom Sawyer, which is a book we've probably both we've never come full read. Circle. No, I've not read it. <laughs> this clearly is a good tea to have a chat over. Mm-hmm. It's a very easy drink. Yes, I finished mine. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone forever. We've got two more. Well, two more in there. Tiny if you want another sip. at some point. Um, what does Huckleberry taste like? I'm struggling to... Tastes like Huckleberry. Don't know what you're thinking. (laughs) (laughs) It does taste like Huckleberry. Kind of like a blackcurrant. It's the closest I can get to it. Kind of tastes like the blackcurrant you get... It's going to sound a bit weird. The blackcurrant you get in those dissolvable paracetamol. That specific blackcurrant. I can... I'm tasting. Do you know what I mean? Kind of tasting what you mean. But not that. Doesn't taste like <laughs> dissolvable paracetamol. It tastes like that blackcurrant. I think, because I, I, I have quite an aversion to overly berry teas. Mm. Because it just tastes like you're drinking blackcurrant juice. Mm. Or something or like blackcurrant squash. It's like that's See, this what, is what... But, but heated. But mm. like this has a very subtle taste to it, which I actually really like. It smells really a lot stronger enjoying, than it. I'm I mean, connected to the t- tea and toast tea as well. I'm enjoying a black tea... 
with an added fruity flavour that you don't want to add milk to, like the teas that we got in the hotel in Osaka and that we brought all of them back. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a a lot of the teas that I got in the, you know, the ginger peach tea, Mm. that was a black tea. I think that works really well, actually. A black tea is a base and then a fruit flavour over the top. Because I just don't, we need to do an episode on just plain fruit tisanes or fruit infusions, teas that don't actually have any black tea in it. Mm. Because it's so, I, I've realised like from hearing other people talk as well, it just splits people. People either really love them or they're like, they're just disappointing because they always smell better than they taste. Except for, I would say, that strawberry serenade one that we got from Wittard of Chelsea. Yeah. That is, that, that packs good. a punch. That was really a nice. A fruity punch. But this... Yeah, because we drink a lot of teas away from the podcast. Yeah. There's always, I'm always well, coming to you impossible. going, we should save this for the podcast yeah. and get our initial reaction and then five minutes later we're like... We're drinking it. It is impossible because of the frequency of like the... We don't release these that often. It's every two weeks. We'd have to release it probably twice a week to get in every tea or you just like not drink the tea until the the episode i know but then there'd be years like we'd have to wait eight i've got a whole cupboard full of things and ideas that we could talk about on here but but that's the problem because it would take years to cover all what we've got just in the cupboard just in the cupboard but you're constantly being you're constantly being sent new teas (laughs) so it's just not really well I mean, recently, the what, case in point, the <laughs> tea we're drinking right now, true. which is lovingly sent that from America. There is a cupboard full of teas. We, we'll get there. I could do, we could release two this. Two shelves. Two in shelves cupboard of cupboards. We could release them more, but it's just time, isn't it? Yeah, it's time. It's trying, trying to do mm. the time. Plus, it's, it's nice looking forward to doing this. Yeah, it's like, because, I, I mean, the toast on jam, jam on, toast on jam. The toast on, ooh, <laughs> it's like the chicken and the egg thing. Is the jam on the toast or is the toast on the jam? <laughs> well, I think the toast is on the jam if it's on the floor. Yeah. Because it always lands <laughs> jam side down, it right? Does, so that's yes. when the toast's on the jam. But the, um, my point is, like, that was one of the examples of tea where I was like, oh, this would be great to save for an episode. Mm. And then, lo and behold, we were just drinking it. I know. I wanted to do an episode. Um, tea is a wish. If you want um, well, they do have a, a recommendation for someone to follow, if you're really into your tea and you want to hear someone's thoughts that are really in-depth, um, they're one of my first ever tea friends I ever made. Tea is a wish blog mm. is a great one. And she recommended that she did a little blog post on the, the tea and jam and toast. <laughs> yeah. And it made me go, oh, because you'd saw it, you'd seen that tea at work, hadn't you? And I kind of, mm. I, I just turned my nose up. You at scoffed it. at it. I scoffed that tea. I was yeah, like, and that sounds disgusting. And then I saw someone else drink it, and I was like, oh, actually, it sounds quite nice. Uh, Jack, can you pick some up, Liz? Yeah. They've got another one. There's two of that line. There's another one. I can't remember what it is. Have to try it. Yeah, I, feel, yeah. I don't think it's. I'll look it up quickly while you. Yeah, uh... I think that's. This is the way to go with. A fruit is to put it and it doesn't in my mind it shouldn't work it shouldn't work that you have a really strong berry with a black tea but i think that is it does work and that is the way to go if you want to combine those flavors i believe in idaho they put the huckleberry in all sorts of things they do from what i saw online they you can get a pie you can get some jam you could get a vodka Ooh. a huckleberry vodka berry and vodka always goes together very very nicely I wonder what a huckleberry a huckleberry gin. That needs to be a thing. One day, if we find ourselves That's in it. Idaho, it's the multi biscuit brew. Mul- the multi. 
Oh, like, and they have the nighttime one as well. So this is the Yorkshire Tea Range. So you've got toast and jam, multi biscuit, and there's time. a bedtime. Yeah, and I think the bedtime one, one's got some extra flavour in it. It's not just. Oh, you can't see. You can't see on that picture, but their picture is really yeah. small on their own website. Sort of out Yorkshire tea. So maybe yeah, maybe got... we'll get the multi biscuit and talk about that yeah, one here. Yeah, that's what but... they've got. I even like the toast and jam. Taste, that... Oh, sorry, it says taste like tea and biscuits. Tea and biscuits. <laughs> when then you just get a tea and a biscuit. Isn't that one of life's purest pleasures? A tea with a good bit. Oh my gosh, Jack! It's a, well, it's... we have got in the kitchen some cookies that our friend made us, and I, I forgot about them. And I've just remembered that we have We're them. We're going to eat them now. No, we need to wait until we have like a good tea later on. That's a good afternoon. Yeah. Afternoon thing. You just look to the baby on the monitor. Do we have time? To do make we have a time? Don't make another one and have that biscuit. Maybe we might do actually as our little reward for post podcast. A nice digestive tea dipped into an English breakfast. <laughs> I can't talk this morning. <laughs> nice You're quite di- tired. Digestive biscuit dipped into a English breakfast tea Delicious. is one of life's pleasures. It's also one of life's most dangerous games. Games because the the amount of time between biscuit dunkage and the the biscuit breaking because the, the tea saddest just, thing the tea just corrodes the bis- biscuit at such a rate you have mm. to really guess. The amount of times you put a biscuit in and you'll be talking and then you'll lift it to your mouth and there's nothing in yeah. your hand. You're like, no! You have to. I do a single dunk. Any, t- any biscuit, I don't care how hardy that biscuit is. I don't care if that biscuit looks at me and goes, Emma, I can take it. I'm like, no, you are having <laughs> one dunk and then I'm going to eat you because I do not like bits in my tea. <laughs> See, I always check for cracks in my digestive biscuit. I check oh, it in case, and then yeah. I'll get a little hammer. <laughs> I'll give it a hit. See how see how strong yeah. it is. Not going to snap off. Okay, there's no weakness in the foundation of the biscuit. I can't remember who, but I definitely have known someone who enjoys their biscuit breaking in the tea and will drink to quote the sludge. The, uh, I mean, I've end. drunk the sludge out of pure um, punishment. No, it's for myself horrible. But they to be like, how dare it. you dunk that biscuit for too long? You knew the risks. You knew, but you put it in for a third dunk. And now you have to drink the sludge as punishment as to never do the third dunk again. That's a good episode. We could get a selection of different biscuits. I know it's been done, but I want to do it as well. Yeah, and see see which is the best one. I love someone at work um, showed me how to do this, and I think it's great, getting a penguin bar. Which is like like a chocolate bar for our overseas listeners. It's like a biscuit, yeah. Yeah, chocolate biscuit. And then you you bite the two corners off. The diagonal corners. Yes, use it like a straw. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you eat, and it goes all mushy and melty. So but it's not the, in the tea, so it's fine. Yeah, so use it like a straw. You stick one of the uh, hot, well, bite two corners, of uh, two diagonal corners off. You put the bottom corner in, in the, the tea, tea and suck through the other one. And so it goes the through the chocolate comes biscuit. up and then you eat it and it yeah. is just... That's also a risky game because it melts super quick. It does melt very quick. The tea melts all the chocolate on the inside mm. really quick. That is, that is a delight. Mm, especially a mint one. <gasps> oh mint. my God. The mint, the mint uh, penguin. Sounds Which weird is... when you say it like that. Mint the penguin. mint penguin, yes. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> ah, who comes by mint penguin? <laughs> Come here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me suck yeah, you like cool. a straw. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we've entered the crazy, so we're going to wrap the podcast up. <laughs> On that note. On that note, we're going to wrap the podcast up. We're probably going to go and get a cookie and very quickly try and make a, another tea. 
before the baby wakes up and see if we can enjoy that together so thank you for listening thank you karen for sending this wild huckleberry tea we've very much enjoyed it a little taste of idaho Mm -hmm. for people who can't travel right now yeah it was very much appreciated so thank you thank you thanks for listening and we'll be back in a fortnight yeah see ya